All right, here we go. Episode 215, What's Right with Nick Wright. Super Bowl preview edition. We got to get right to it, so we have to talk about what missed the cut. Here's what is not in today's show. Baker Mayfield meekly picks the Niners on first things first. I don't know if his heart's really in it. A man climbs the sphere in Vegas, and this says an NFL player attacked by a coyote. I'm going to go ahead and call that fake news. The, 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 The way my media colleagues will just run with unattributed stories from Twitter accounts that are loosely occasionally right is baffling to me. Maybe there was a coyote encounter with an NFL player attacked, injured, if don't buy If a coyote it. were to attack an NFL player, who do you think it'd be? Oh, I mean, that's just too many options because the 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 it didn't even say if it was a player in the game. There's a lot of things. Also, coyotes are huge over in Lake Las Vegas where the Super Bowl hotels are. Ton of coyotes. My buddy Daniel Negranu, a professional poker player, he can't leave his dogs out at night because coyotes eat them. And so, yeah. like, yeah, there's, I mean, there's coyotes. I'm from a place, Kansas City has coyotes. Uh, it's just, it's, we're kind of in their turf, but I don't want to talk about any of this nonsense. Hi, Demonze. How are you? Good to see you. Hope you're feeling better. How you doing? It's, it's Super Bowl Thursday. We got a lot to do. And all week long on my TV show, on every podcast, I shouldn't say every podcast, but almost every TV show, what has been being discussed are macro thoughts. Brady versus Mahomes. Read Belichick. What would this mean for Purdy's future? Kelsey, the goat tight end. I want today to spend the first 20 or so minutes here talking about the God dog game. Get into the X's and O's. The Chiefs offense against the Niners defense. The Niners uh, offense against the Chiefs defense. Where the matchups are and why. I'll just go ahead and give it to you right now. Why I think... The Chiefs have massive advantages on both sides of the football, and I do not know that this is going to be like last year's Super Bowl or the year before, where it is, uh, well, where it's close throughout. Last year's Super Bowl, 38-35. The year before, Joe Burrow had a chance for a game-winning drive at the end after... The Rams drove down and took the lead in the fourth quarter. Obviously, the year before that, the Bucs annihilated the Chiefs. I don't think it's going to look quite like that. And then the year before that, it was Chiefs-Niners, and that was an epic back and forth. I So let's start here, and I'm just going to kind of go train of thought. And, Demonze, you jump in as you see fit with e- any things you want to follow up on or inquire further or if you deeply disagree and want to push back on anything just you know the floor is yours we're going to start when the Chiefs have the ball and the Niners are on defense this Niners defense has struggled massively for over a month now it has played poorly in both playoff games the Ravens annihilated them and I think this Niners defense has all this money and draft capital invested in its defensive front, and Bosa's outstanding, 
but has been susceptible against a very specific thing the Chiefs do, and we'll get to that in a moment. Hargrave is a really good player. Eric Armstead has not been great, and Chase Young's been bad. And they got crushed for their lack of effort by their own coaches. And this is where I think they can be susceptible. If you watched when the Chiefs played the Niners last regular season, where they really took advantage of the Niners, most notably Nick Bosa's over-aggressiveness, was in the jet sweep game. That Bosa's going to cr- crash down, trying to rush the quarterback, and McCole Hardman had the best game he had all year in little pop passes to him, jet sweeps, getting around the edge. Hardman is going to, the fumbles be damned, he is going to be involved in this game plan, and if he's on the active roster, game day roster, Kadarius Tony might be as well. You're going to cross your fingers and hold your breath, but that is where the Niners can be taken advantage of because they are going to be so aggressive in trying to get to the quarterback. And if they stay honest and don't play it that way, then Mahomes will pick that secondary apart. The I think this has the potential. I have a question. And yeah, go you ahead. Please. About, as a Chiefs as a Chiefs fan that really wants them to win the Super Bowl, how do you mm-hmm. feel about Kadarius Tony being listed back on the active roster? You were saying they were going to utilize him. Are you talking about for that jet sweep as well? Because I know they do a little yes. bit of that with him. For, for the jet okay. sweep and for the, those types of things. I don't think I don't think Kadarius is going to be active on Super Bowl Sunday. Uh, if he is, though, they will use him. And so the, the I don't think you need McColl and Kadarius. The question is, who do you trust more? So McColl was a good player for the Chiefs for a few years, not great but good, was injured in last year's Super Bowl. Kadarius played in last year's Super Bowl, caught you know a, a blown coverage touchdown, and also had the longest punt return in, in, in NFL Super Bowl history. But then this year has been a disaster. On and off the field, a disaster. Hardman started the year with the Jet. When I say off the field, I mean the Instagram live and just some of his nonsense. He's been a disaster. Oh uh, yeah, he went on Instagram. Now he is cla- so he is he claimed like that it's been misinterpreted or the media has it wrong, but he appeared to go on Instagram live and say the Chiefs are lying about me being hurt. I'm not hurt. I should be on oh, the uh, you know, I should be playing. When <laughs> if they were lying about him being hurt, it was out of kindness because the other option is, buddy, you're just not playing because you've been terrible. Um, Hardman, on the other hand, has been a great citizen and has had some great moments as a chief. But he got he has two touches in the Bills game the and fumbled problem. them both. Well, oh, and he yeah. fumbled both times he touched the ball. Once reaching for the goal line, the other time they recovered it. So that's a tricky spot, but you can take advantage of the Niners on those putting receivers in motion jet sweep action. Now, if you remember, there's only been one game this postseason that I predicted the Chiefs' offensive explosion. The Bills game, and they did it. I know they only scored 27, 
But in addition to scoring the 27, they fumbled at the one. They had eight plays of 20-plus yards, and they were moving the ball somewhat at will in that game. I believe that the... DeMonze's getting his mic fixed, and we're picking that up, or at least I'm picking that up. DeMonze, the okay, I'm hearing DeMonze, but the audience isn't. That's fine. Um, the... The, all right, just tell me when we have DeMonze back, guys. Uh, the, the Niners defense, I believe, is the most susceptible of the defenses the Chiefs have played, given the conditions of the game. So the Dolphins defense is the worst defense the Chiefs played, but that game was in negative 27 degrees and there was both teams were going to be somewhat limited offensively. The Bills defense, I understand that everyone made the fact that they were missing two linebackers due to injury, the biggest story in the world, but that Bills defense was a top five scoring defense throughout the season without Trey White, without Matt Milano. I understand they had two more injuries going into that Chiefs game, but that Bills defense was still legitimate defense. It was outdoors on the road, and the Chiefs lit them up. And then the Ravens defense is a great defense, and I did not think Kansas City was going to have a ton of offensive success. I just trusted the Chiefs uh, defense in that game, and that ended up proving out to be correct. I believe this is the game most likely of this entire playoff run to lead to a monster Patrick Mahomes game. Now, he's played clean football. He has played smart football. He has not yet had a monster game. He also has never had a monster start to finish Super Bowl. And one of the underrated, just keep it in your the back of your mind facts about this game is Patrick Mahomes in a dome. So Mahomes, in his career, has played 10 games in a dome. He is 10-0. He is averaging 314 yards per game passing, 25 yards per game rushing, so 340 yards per game. He has 23 touchdowns. He has two picks. He has a 105 rating. Mahomes in perfect conditions has been essentially impossible to deal with his entire career. So you have a Niners secondary that is susceptible. A Niners corner in Chavarius Ward, their best corner, their all-pro, second-team all-pro corner, that is a former Chief, and the Chiefs know better than any team in the league what his weaknesses are. He's also a You're going to have new stadium. Vegas. The, oh, Mahomes, yeah, 4-0 in Allegiant Field. Um, and you also have Travis Kelsey with an extra week of rest, which for an old player who has, when he's looked healthy this year, he has looked like vintage Travis Kelsey, and when he hasn't looked healthy, he has looked like the end is nigh. And so you have all of those things. Kader, I'm sorry, Rasheed Rice got banged up in the 
second round game and wasn't as explosive in the conference championship game. He has an extra week. You also have one of my favorite gadget guys of this entire Mahomes era, Jarek McKinnon, who has come off IR and might be eligible. And if the if the touches that were going to Clyde Edwards-Alaire now go to Jarek McKinnon, that is so massively positive for the Chiefs. And I haven't even mentioned Isaiah Pacheco, who we saw this Niners defense get run on by Aaron Jones, get run on by the Lions. So I think the Chiefs offense will have... Well, we'll get to the kickers in a minute because that's an important part of the game. Uh, I think the Chiefs offense is going to have its best game in months. And I think this is going to be a 30-plus point evening for the Kansas City Chiefs. I think 31-34 type of points for the Chiefs. Not a score, but in that low to mid-30s range. Now we go to the other side of the ball when the Niners have the football. So the Niners have, obviously, the best collection of weapons in the league. And I know, despite the fact that this Super Bowl media week might as well have been renamed the Brock Purdy Coronation Week, I know, and you know, and Kyle Shanahan knows, and most notably Niner fans know, what they want in this game is 30 Christian McCaffrey touches. They can say all they, all they, they can pretend all they want about Brock Purdy, about how much they believe in him, about how little faith people have in him. Niner fans want the ball in Christian McCaffrey's hands. There's no way around it. The hope for the Chiefs defense is that the Niners psyched themselves out like the Ravens did. The Ravens saw Patrick Mahomes on the other side of the field, saw Mahomes move the ball up and down the field, saw the Chiefs daring them to pass, and they couldn't help themselves. The Chiefs forced some of that, and that was also some, there is something, no matter what the media says about the Chiefs offense and Mahomes in the same, no matter what that is, other teams play the Chiefs like they're terrified. Josh Allen's throwing laterals on the third and 17. The, the Ravens are abandoning the run. They play the Chiefs like we have a superhero on the other side of the field that we're going to need to match points with. So if the Niners stay committed to the run, that can cause some real problems. But if the Niners make this a drop-back passing game, Chris Jones is going to ruin their lives. So Trent Williams is one of the greatest left tackles ever. Charles Aminahu, the Chiefs' big free agent acquisition, would be rushing up against Trent Williams. Charles Aminahu, unfortunately, blew out his ACL. So it's going to be Mike Dana. It might be Felix, their first-round draft pick, who's been a healthy scratch for a couple months. Here's the thing on that. Uh, or for a month, I should say, for Felix. Trent is going to erase anybody on that left-hand side. The Chiefs are going to line up George Karloftis, their last year's first-round pick, who had the quietest double-digit sack year of anyone in football, on the left defensive end position, and they're going to line up 
Derek, I'm sorry, I almost said Derek Chris Thomas. R.I.P. Derek Thomas, one of the greatest Chiefs ever. Uh, Chris Jones, right next to him, on the left D tackle position, and they are going to cave in the right side of the Niners' offensive line. And if you've been watching these playoffs, you know what you've seen a disproportionate amount of in the playoffs and throughout the season with the Niners' offense? Tipped balls at the line of scrimmage. Brock Purdy has balls batted down. Brock Purdy is susceptible to uh, batted passes because he's little. And the Chiefs are as good at that as any team in the league. And so I trust the Chiefs secondary more than any secondary in football. The Chiefs linebacker, listen, every linebacking core gets tortured against Shanahan. You're going to have to deal with some of that. With Debo running shallow crossers, and you just got to get him on the ground. But I would be putting Legereus Sneed on Brandon Ayuk and erase Brandon Ayuk and then say George Kittle, who as great of a player as George Kittle is, you know what he doesn't have on his resume? Big postseason moments. So George Kittle has the one massive play. What game was it in? I'm trying to remember. It might have been the Cowboys game two yeah, years ago. The, the it, 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 Go ahead, DeMonte. If it, were, if it were two years ago, I don't know if it was the Cowboys. Um, I was talking about last, last year. Last year, I mean. Last year's La- playoffs. Last yeah, last year, that's what I meant. Last year in the playoffs, it might have been the Cowboys game when Kittle had a massive game. But George Kittle, in his postseason career, has played 11 games. He's 44 yards per game. He's three catches per game. He has two total touchdowns. If George Kittle beats you, he beats you. He's a very good player, but you're, you've got to, you, you, you can't sell out to stop McCaffrey, you know, put your best corner on Ayuk. And then give them nothing. That's why the Niners are so dangerous. Because they have all these weapons. But I think the Chiefs can create massive pressure. I also think the first Super Bowl element of this for Brock is a real thing. I think the fact here is an underrated, it seems fake, but I promise you it's not, story of this game In these playoffs, Brock has started slow and then found a rhythm. The Super Bowl, because halftime is so long, is almost like two 30-minute games. There is no rhythm you can find that maintains after a 25-minute Usher concert. It just doesn't exist. And And so it's one of the reasons Mahomes has been able to overcome spotty first halves in his two Super Bowl victories. And so because then it's like a new fresh game and you can get out and you can maybe script another opening 15 if that's what the coaches have done during the week. So I think the Chiefs defense, which is, here's the other element. The three best defenses in the NFL this year were in no order. The Ravens, the Browns, and the Kansas City Chiefs. Brock Purdy played the Browns earlier this year. He completed 44% of his passes, threw for 125 yards, one touchdown, one pick, a 55 rating. Brock Purdy played the Ravens 
of you know a month and a half ago, he threw four interceptions. Against yeah. these dominant defenses, he has struggled. And so I think there are real advantages for the Chiefs on both sides of the ball. And then, Demonze, who's the person you mentioned that I said we're going to get to later? Oh, uh, Harrison Butker. Harrison Butker. Yeah. Who is building one of the best postseason resumes this side of Adam Vinatieri of any kicker ever. I think he already has the record for playoff 50-plus yarders. He has been he he has been nails on everything but extra points, oddly enough, throughout the entirety of the Mahomes era. And you have him on one side and rookie Jake Moody, who has been shaky at best, on the other side. That's another significant advantage. And so I understand people knew I was going to pick the Chiefs. They expected me to explain why the Chiefs were going to win. But if you have listened to me in these playoffs, my analysis of Chiefs-Dolphins was the Dolphins are not prepared for the Chiefs' defense and those elements, and they are not going to be able to move the ball. They were the number two offense in the NFL. I was right. My analysis of the Chiefs-Bills game was the Bills' defense was not going to be able to stop a locked-in Patrick Mahomes Chiefs offense. I think my prediction for the game was 34-24 Kansas City. It ended 27-24 Kansas City because of a fumble at the one-yard line. And then Chiefs-Ravens, I said that this game is not getting to... uh, You know what, to be fair... On the pod, I threw out kind of a cursory score prediction for Chiefs-Ravens. And then on the TV show, we did the whole thing, and I said 1913. And 1913 was my bets were aligned with that, what I said on TV, and it ended up being 17-10 because I thought the Chiefs defense would dominate Baltimore. And so what you have is Patrick Mahomes, who has in every Super Bowl played a great defense, And in fact, fun fact, top two defenses in the Super Bowl are, let me make sure I I get this right, are 18 and 11. If you have a top two defense, your team is 18 and 11. But they're 18 and 8 playing everyone but Mahomes or Brady. Brady is 1 and 0 when facing a top two defense. Patrick Mahomes is 2 and 0. Both of his Super Bowl wins came against a top two defense. This Niners team is nothing close to that defensively. I understand they have already been trying to work the refs and trying to get holding calls. So be it. Let them do it. They are not going to be able to deal with Kittle, Rice, Pacheco, and Patrick Mahomes if they dare drop in zone coverage will absolutely annihilate them with the I'm sorry if they if they are not in zone coverage pardon me and they are playing man he is going to annihilate them with the quarterback scramble game this honest to god feels like a game that could get away from San Francisco where they have to lean on Purdy like they did the Lions game and this is not going to have dropped pick sixes like the 
Packers game or balls bouncing off defenders' face masks. And the Chiefs are not the Lions' defense, and they are certainly not the Packers' defense. And this feels to me like the culmination of what will be one of the most impressive seasons from a quarterback we've ever seen. A guy who refused to throw his teammates under the bus when people demanded it. A guy who dealt with the most drops of the last decade in the NFL. A guy who at various times looked like he wasn't totally right. Getting to the postseason and facing a team that was the number one seed throughout parts of the year in Miami and crushing them. A team that went into the year as the secondary favorite in the conference and was the two seed on a seven-game winning streak and doing whatever he wanted against them. You're kind of hyping that one up. The Bills, like as if they were some crazy team this year. Uh, You even said yourself, you know, like, what are the Bills? What version of the Bills are we going to get? And I don't think it was a crazy feat for for the Chiefs to go in there and beat the Bills. That's what I'm saying. Well, they were the underdogs, weren't they? They were, they the, were by like they, a point and a half or something? No, no, no. No, by three and a half. Three and a half. Three and a half. They, oh, they, okay. They, yeah, they, they they were the underdogs. <laughs> uh, they were on the road. And we can all we can all pretend, we can fake the history. But we all know that going into the postseason, the Bills were considered by everyone but me one of the most dangerous, if not the most dangerous team in the conference, the hottest team in football, and that the Chiefs were considered a wounded animal on the side of the road. And then every game they won, we made it about something other than them. The first game was, it was too f***ing cold for Miami. The second game was, oh, the, the Bills kicker missed as if, with a minute 40 left, Mahomes wasn't going to go down and rip their heart out. And the third game was, gosh darn it, Baltimore forgot to run the football. As opposed to the Kansas City Chiefs having the perfect game plan defensively for every single opponent, totally different game plans for each opponent, and then on t- the Chiefs defense has given up two big plays this in three big plays this entire postseason. One, Tyree Kill doing Tyree Kill things for the only Miami score of the game. Two, the first touchdown to Hollywood Brown, where Lamar did Lamar things, had eight seconds, ran around, did an amazing job. And Holly, I said Hollywood Brown. Sorry, Hollywood Brown plays for the Cardinals. You just play for Lamar to Zay Flowers. And he got lined up on a linebacker and the third one was a Chiefs mistake the big Zay Flowers play which they made up for by punching the ball out two plays later so the Chiefs defense has risen to the occasion and Mahomes is on the longest non-turnover streak or non-interception streak in NFL playoff history they have gone on the road they have beaten the They've beaten the favorites in back-to-back games. And while the Niners are about to face far and away the best defense they have faced all postseason, 
and far and away the best quarterback they have faced all postseason, and they have struggled throughout a lot of the postseason, the Chiefs are about to face a struggling defense that is not nearly what they faced in the last round and a middling quarterback that is not nearly what they faced in the last two rounds. And for all those reasons, Kansas City 31, San Francisco 13, in a start-to-finish tour-de-force by both on both sides of the ball. And we will then have to revisit all of the folks who throughout the year, when they were writing the Chiefs off, were saying, if Mahomes could win a Super Bowl with this team, it's not only his greatest accomplishment, it then makes you rethink some of the greatest of all time stuff. Okay. Three days away. Quick break right back. What's right? This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp because your mental well-being matters. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of that. Unlock the power of therapy with BetterHelp and witness the transformative benefits it brings to your life. From gaining valuable insights into your thought patterns to building resilience in the face of challenges. Therapy empowers you to navigate life's twists with confidence. BetterHelp offers a convenient online platform designed to be flexible, fitting seamlessly into your schedule. With a simple questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at no extra cost. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com right to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot right. Your mental health journey begins here. All right, welcome back in What's Right with Nick Wright, episode 215, and this episode is brought to you by U.S. Bank. Winter can be a drag. Thankfully, we have sports to get us through this part of the year, and if you ask me, nothing goes together like your favorite teams and your favorite foods, especially when it's cold out. You got the NFL playoffs, you got pro basketball, you can hang out at home until finally the weather gets nice, and the U.S. Bank... Altitude Go Visa Signature Card provides the perfect way to earn rewards, whether watching your team with other fans at a local restaurant or in the comfort of your living room. Earn four times points when you dine out or have food delivered. You can order a pizza and watch the game on your big screen TV. You can order two times points at grocery stores, which is great if you decided to cook, make some nachos at home before the game. And if you're willing to brave the elements, even getting to the game can be rewarding. You'll earn two times points at gas stations and EV charging stations. So go to usbank.com slash altitude go to learn more about how you can earn 20,000 bonus points worth $200 
$1,000 if you spend $1,000 in the first 90 days of opening your account. Score big with the U.S. Bank Altitude Go Visa Signature Card. Visit usbank.com slash altitude go to apply and live every day your way. Limited time offer, credit or an issuer of this card is U.S. Bank National Association pursuant to a license from Visa USA Incorporated. Some restrictions may apply. All right, Demonze, let's play a game before we get to the gambling portion of the show, uh, which will have more prop bets, obviously, since you guys know what my pick's going to be. Um, but the game is likely, maybe, what if? Go right ahead. Yeah, so first up, we got our Brock Purdy. Uh, so what do you think people will be saying uh, about him after the game? It's likely that, oh, wait, you actually just take it away. Yeah, so um, <laughs> it's likely that people are like, man, what are you going to do? He's up against Mahomes. And that's Chiefs defense. You know, I, why? it's likely people uh, all of a sudden come, you know, to the realization that this Chiefs defense has been a juggernaut all year. It's likely that. Maybe the Shanahan paints his masterpiece and he's got guys running wide open and Brock Purdy has a few key scrambles and a few more of those 50-50 balls go his way and he's a Super Bowl champion. And... Folks are out here trying to convince you that because of that, he's, you know, clearly one of the four or five best quarterbacks in football. And then the what if is what if those what if they lose and everybody blame blame Shanahan and says that Purdy's the GOAT. They're like, oh Shanahan well, and the team not the team, but Shanahan must be the problem. I know it's super like yeah, unlikely, I, but I don't think that's going to happen. But I think that it, there is a chance that some of the dancing through raindrops that he's been doing thus far this postseason, the, those splatter on him in this game, and that he has a performance similar to the one he had against the Ravens. And the what if is what if Brock Purdy's future as the unquestioned starting quarterback for the Niners is put into slight question. I think the likely outcome is they lose. He gets very, it's not about, you know, the blame. It's about the accolades to the Chiefs, the defense, Spagnuolo and Mahomes. There is a chance he plays great. I'm dead wrong and he wins. And the what if is what if he plays so poorly that's, you know, Mike Silver uh, in the Bay Area, writes a column saying Kyle should at least call up Kirk Cousins and see if he'd be willing to take a significant discount. I don't think that's, again, that's not the likely outcome. But that but what I think if it's on the board. is Go ahead. directly aligned to your prediction of the game. You said it'd be 31-13. If it ends up being 31-13, I feel like that what if is super likely. Well, it depends. I... Not necessarily. 31-13 could be about the Chiefs just kicking ass. 31-13 with a hat trick of Purdy turnovers is a different story. Um, all right, yeah. next. Uh, next up is Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift. What happens with them in this game? Uh... So it's likely that she sell, she they win the, let's assume the Chiefs win the Super Bowl. 
She comes down on the field like she has every time. She hugs Travis. They kiss. They have a nice moment. He goes and celebrates with his teammates. We're going to Disneyland. Uh, that's well. Yeah, he's got to be Super Bowl MVP for that one. Uh, that's right. so that <laughs> no tight ends ever won the award. It'd be great if Travis got it. Uh, also, oddly, no player has won three consecutive Super Bowl MVPs for their team. So Brady has five. Montana has three. Mahomes has two. But Brady, it went Brady, Brady, Dion Branch, Brady, Brady, Julian Edelman, then Brady with the Bucks. Montana, it went Montana, Montana, Rice, and then Montana again. Bradshaw only won two uh, Super Bowl MVPs. So Mahomes has a chance to be the first guy ever to rip off three straight as far as in Super Bowls that he won. Uh, but it's likely that it just goes the way uh, it's gone before. Maybe I don't. Maybe that uh, Taylor is on the podium with the because sometimes the wives are up there, and I know she's not a wife, but maybe she's on the podium. I'm going to tell you the what if that I'm concerned about that the parade for the Chiefs that I will be at is so much more complicated this year. Last year, it's not like it was smooth sailing, but it was laissez-faire enough that I ended up, you know, with Patrick and Travis, and we had some nice moments before, during, and after the parade. I think the, if Taylor's involved, there might, it might be like the Secret Service is there. And so I don't know how, yeah. how that's going to complicate the potential parade. All right, next. Uh, are you... Yeah, arguably the person with the most to gain and lose this weekend is your tattoo artist. Likely, okay, maybe. I don't artist. understand that. This tattoo <laughs> is going to go down as one of the greatest sports prediction tattoos ever. And the fact, and I still can't figure out how to show it to the camera. I apologize. That's the um, best you've done right there, to be honest. Th it's the oh, best yes. I've done. I guess this is the angle <laughs> that I need to show it to the camera. Um, and I now I'm screwing it up again. I can't figure it out. It's because I'm like... I'm looking at this in a reflection. It's weird. Yeah. Uh, it's likely that never a doubt is that at the parade, I see people with never a doubt tattoos, not only the temporary ones that we are sending out, but actual tattoos like the guy sent to us. Maybe during the, what I, maybe, this goes down as something people mock me for, but I'm not that concerned about it. The what if that I am not going to lie, I am holding out hope for is that Patrick, Travis, Andy, or Chris Jones, one of them on the podium getting the trophy says never a doubt. And I think that is on the board. I don't think it's likely, but I think it's on the board. And that'd be awesome. We we don't have we don't have to get into like Demonte. Don't reveal anything here. But if that happens within seven days of what <laughs> happened last Saturday, I think I likely might have peaked professionally. You've had the as far as here. my. My teams and my guys uh, really embracing what I do. 
uh, it would have. I don't know that it could get any better than that. I think that that. it's more likely that that happens than Brock Purdy winning a Super Bowl with the 49ers. Um, Wow. Wow. You've come around? No, I You're mean, on I've my been, side I've, on I've this been, now? No, it's it's not even necessarily um the Brock Purdy, the ball looks heavy as hell when he throws it. And he's just like Thank you. I just don't I don't I don't think there there's any go. scenario where he does beat Patrick Mahomes. I think that if they do lose that game or if they win that game, then Patrick Mahomes had a really bad game. Like he had to have had a really bad game. Right, but, which uh, is un- which I think against this defense is unlikely. Also, right. by the way, for the audience I can pinpoint the moment Demonze turned on Purdy when Purdy lucked into a victory over Jordan Love. And Demonze oh, yeah. has yeah. to deal with on all these shows, folks <laughs> ranking Purdy ahead of Love. He's not here for it. And he's ang- yeah. he's pre he's uh preemptively angry at coming 2024 quarterback rankings that has Purdy ahead of Love with people using that playoff game as evidence. That, that a thousand is percent exact. was the moment because um, yeah. he. Sh- I don't yes. think that he should have won that game. That was, uh, that was no. Crazy. I but, uh, I agree with you. <laughs> All right, let's go to the gambling. Uh, listen, we told you we were gonna have to go three and and0 conference championship weekend and playoff weekend and Super Bowl weekend to get above five hundred for the playoffs. Well, we went two and and0 conference championship weekend, so we are now at six and six for the year. We're forty eight fifty two and two. So even with winning the Super Bowl, we're going to finish, let's say we get the Super Bowl right, we're going to finish 49-52-2, so three games under 500. Because we're real gamblers and we incorporate the VIG, that would mean we'd be down 8.2 units on the year, which I got to say, not a total disaster. Not great, nothing to be proud of, but the fact that we were able to claw our way back to where a couple games go differently and we're at 500, we'll take it. Um, You guys know what I'm going with this week. Kansas City plus two and a half, Kansas City money line. Uh, And so that's obviously where I'm at. I'd also be on, I guess, the under. But, I oh, it's plus two. Okay, the line's been fluctuating. Um, All right, DeMonze. uh, Oh, so you have a question for me, though. So go ahead. We have a Brandon Ayuk. Yeah, so last year, Brandon Ayuk said... And uh, let's refer to the quote board. If I were yeah. to bet on this game, I would take everything that I own, get it in cash, and put my money on the Kansas City Chiefs. Considering your record this mm-hmm. season, do you think that maybe you should take that same approach? No, listen, I um, I have made uh, three consecutive large wagers on the Chiefs in the playoffs. I made a... Do the math. Five-unit wager on the Chiefs against Miami. This is, by the way, not the way to gamble, kids. Don't do this. A eight-unit wager on the Chiefs against the Bills on the money line. And then a six-unit wager at plus 190 on the Chiefs against the Ravens on the money line. And I have done the same, I think it's a five-unit wager, on the Chiefs uh, plus 100 against San Francisco. So I have 
despite the disaster that was some of the preseason picks and the weekly gambling, I'm going to finish a winner this season. If the Chiefs end up winning the Super Bowl, I'm going to finish a huge winner this year because of uh, the playoff run. But that's not a way to to gamble. I don't recommend it. But I'm not going to then further leverage this football game. Uh, that's just the fact of the matter. Uh, and then... The, so, by the way, the, we already know all the numbers. Mahomes uh, is b- the best underdog quarterback ever. He's 10-1-1 one, one as a dog against the spread. He's 9-3 and three straight up. He's never lost at Allegiant Stadium. He's never lost in a dome. He's never lost to the Niners. All of those things are, uh, all those things are good for the Chiefs' side of this. Um, all right. Time for the player props. Two rights, one wrong, Demonze. Yeah, so we're going to give wrongs, you two wrongs. Right, sorry. Two, yeah, two wrongs, one right. We'll give you three props. You pick the two that you don't like, and you pick the one that you want. Um, yeah. All right. So first off, we've got passing props. Uh, Mahomes over two uh, two sixty and a half uh, at minus one fifteen, yep. and we got Mahomes over one and a half passing touchdowns at minus one sixty. And you've got Purdy over uh, a half interception at uh, minus 140. Yeah, l- listen, of those ones, I'll take the Purdy interception. Wow. Purdy's throwing a pick. Um, the, the Here's the reason on the Mahomes stuff. Um, they, If I'm right that they're going to have control of this game, they're going to run the ball a lot. So the Mahomes passing yards are not necessarily as tasty as you think. Mahomes rushing total over 26 or wherever it's at. I love that bet. I'm going to make that bet. I love that bet. I like Mahomes to have at least two passing touchdowns, but minus 160 is too much. And Purdy's going to be trailing and going to throw a pick. So those, I would take the Purdy at least one interception. All right, next. I'm taking the Purdy. I'm taking the Mahomes over uh, passing yards there. But anytime okay. touchdowns, anytime touchdown score, Kelsey minus one ten, uh, Christian Christian McCaffrey at minus two fifteen, there was She Rice at plus one thirty. I mean, McCaffrey's the smart bet as if they if these odds were at all close, but minus two fifteen is too much juice. If I believe the Niners are going to struggle offensively, I'll take Kelsey. Kelsey's okay. legitimately behind. On a per so here's Travis Kelsey's all time playoff rankings. Catches. This is not amongst tight ends. This is amongst players. Catches. First all time. Yards per game. First all time. Yards. Second all time to Rice. Touchdowns. Second all time to Rice. What Kelsey is in the postseason, and now he has an extra week off, is one of the greatest players we've ever seen. Kelsey's going to score in this game. Um. All right, we're not th- these fake bets. Okay, go ahead and do them. These fake bets are ridiculous. But go ahead. Wait, dart throws or fake bets? Oh, dart throws. Let's do dart throws. Sorry, I yeah, like the so- dart throws so much more. And we can that way we can skip the fake bets, which I don't like them. Go ahead, dart. <laughs> Mahomes, Mahomes, perfect passer rating at plus six thousand. Octopus at plus fourteen hundred. Uh, Kansas City comeback win in final two minutes and win at uh. Yeah, uh, pl- at plus thirteen hundred. Um, 
Also, go ahead. And Purdy read has better. Yeah, yeah. Purdy has better odds to have a perfect perfect passer rating at plus four thousand. And last year, the producers pitched the octopus to you, and you called them dumb for it. And it hit. Yeah, and then it hit. Uh, yeah. I didn't know what an octopus <laughs> was, for the record. I'd never heard of it. Um, no, but they explained it, that, and you still called it stupid. No, I know. And by oh, okay. the way, of those three dart throws, that's the one I like the most. The octopus? Uh, <laughs> okay. The octopus. The actual dart throw that I... Uh, that I am the most intrigued by is a safety in the game. So the good punters backing you up and then the refs being on this high alert for holding or Purdy pulling a Jimmy G and running out the back of the end zone or something, <laughs> I, uh, the, the, the safety is a dart throw I would like. Mahomes isn't going to have a perfect passer rating, and the Chiefs aren't going to need a comeback in the final two minutes. So of those, I like the octopus the most. All right, this is the one now that I will take over. So Demonze's teasers this year have been a disaster. But I, Demonze, am going to throw you a bone here. And I will place I will give you a teaser free roll I will place it if it loses you don't owe any money if it wins I'll how, give you the money how do you place a teaser on, For, a, on a one game well, well so you tease the score oh. and the total so this is you're obviously going to go with the, teasing the Chiefs up from plus two to plus eight Correct? That would be right. the side of this you would want? Yeah. Correct? It would be and the, I know we have it at plus side. two, but where I where I gamble, um it's uh where I gamble it's plus two and a half. So do you want to tease the total down from forty seven and a half to forty one and a half? So you would have over forty one and a half. Or tease it up to 53.5 so you would have under 53.5. Which side of that would you like? Over 53.5 or under what was no. It, 41? No, other way around. Other way around. Either over 41.5 or right. under 53.5. Because the actual yeah. total is 47.5. I'm just going to take so under which, 53. You're going to take under 53. And a half, sorry. That's the side you want? All right. Then I will lock it in for you, pal. DeMonze's teaser is the Chiefs plus eight and a half and over 41 and a half because the way we're going to break this streak is going against your teaser gut. And so you're getting the opposite of the side you wanted. DeMonze's teaser, Chiefs plus eight and a half and over 41 and a half. I needed to ask you that to figure out which side you were going to be on so we would go the other way. Over 41 and a half is what you're pulling for and for the Chiefs to have a one-score game. And if it comes in, Demonze, you, you'll be made whole on all wait, your the, losses for the year. For the so there it is. Wait, dude, I didn't like that. I'm, so, I'm really what? confused on what's going on right now. Um, what do you mean? But, uh, what are you confused I understand by? that I have the Chiefs plus eight and a half. So you were just asking me what I wanted on that thing so you could put the opposite. But I think the, exactly. the total that I said made a lot of sense, though. 
But all well, right, hey, both totals hey, sound so good. This, I, you this also, is actually I, a win-win for me. It's a win-win for me. It's fine. Yeah, of course. If it hits, you get money, and if it doesn't, you get to say I cost you money. Yeah, of exactly. course it's a win-win yeah. for you. It's exactly <laughs> what you wanted, and it's a free roll. <laughs> all right, Demonze, um, what's the offer this year? All right, so last year uh, we hit the offer in the Super Bowl, and it was at plus 800. Which is, that was an underrated moment for the show. That we yeah, gave out an eight to one in the Super Bowl and we hit it. But yeah, but go ahead. Uh, we had a bunch of offers that hit last year, I think. But mm-hmm. this year we're using the same integrations to double down for better odds. Chiefs money line yeah. plus Kelsey anytime touchdown score plus Kelsey over 70 and a half yards plus Mahomes over 26 and a half rushing yards at plus 850. Um, in Lock City def- it in. Hold, hold on. Lock, Lock it in. I love it. And the only concern there is in a great uh, is the kneel downs count as negative rushing yards and Mahomes being at like 30 yards and then taking knees and going under. The Chiefs Niners Super Bowl famously, Mahomes had cleared Demonze his over rushing prop by 12 yards. And then they went into kneel downs, but they didn't. They needed to take the knees and burn like 10 seconds. So he did super deep kneel downs and lost 16 yards on them. And so it went to an under. Um, But yeah, I think Mahomes, I I think Mahomes could have 45. I think Mahomes could have 45 yards rushing in this game. I, I, Mahomes also has not scored a rushing touchdown all year. I kind of like him in this spot to score a rushing Mahomes touchdown. Mahomes anytime I, they rushing also, score, touchdown score? Anytime touchdown, that's, yeah. That's so, probably uh, a crazy bet. I doubt, You know what? I'll look. I doubt it's as good as you think because even though he hasn't scored in a long time, it is right now Mahomes, he's plus 370 oh, okay. to score an anytime great. touchdown. So it's not quite as good as you would think. But I might place this bet and then also place this bet replacing Kelsey's touchdown with Mahomes' touchdown. And in wow. fact, I just want to see real quick. That'll juice it if up. If I were to do that, if the if I were to do that, uh the hold on, receiving props Kelsey over 70 and a half. And what was the last one? Oh, Mahomes rushing yards. Mahomes rushing. Uh, so if you do it where you replace Kelsey touchdown with Mahomes touchdown, it goes to plus 1600. So I might, I might place both of those. And then Demonze, what's the odds on my exact final score? So Kansas City defeating San Francisco 31 and 13 is uh, plus 35,000. So three hundred and fifty to one. That is three hundred and fifty to one. Yeah, put a little taste on that. We'll put a little taste on that. We update you guys on your great never a doubt tweets. We do that and answer your questions next. What's right? Welcome back to What's Right with Nick Wright, episode 215. Do you want a free haircut from Supercuts after this year's big game? Well, if the final score of the big game meets or beats 75 points, you could win a free haircut at Supercuts if you register at supercutshighscore.com. 
Why 75 points? Well, because Supercuts has been cutting America's hair since 1975, and 75 just so happens to be the highest score ever of the big game. So while last year's game came just two points shy of 75, the over 75 hit four times this regular season. So we're looking for the over on the Supercuts high score of 75 points for the chance to catch free cuts at Supercuts nationwide. Head to SupercutsHighScore.com to register, read the terms and conditions for eligibility. All right, Demonze, we've got a never a doubt tweet check in. We can just kind of roll through these. We've got so many good ones. Uh, I can lead us here if if need be because I know it's small on your end on the screen. We can just go full guys with all the tweets and just roll through them. Zach D. Uh, says, I told my mother-in-law that if I was stuck on a d- desert island and I'd, I'd choose Nick Wright to be stuck with because his never-doubt mentality will help us survive. True story. See you at the parade. <laughs> Zach D., I think you're getting a tattoo. Uh, Jared Langford says, I've been rolling with the Chiefs for my entire life. Style points never matter as long as Kansas City came out on top. Hey, J- Jared Langford, if you're watching this, I had that same Joe Montana t-shirt growing up. That exact same cartoon, big head. I just got hit with a wave of nostalgia. I had that exact same t-shirt growing up. All right, next uh, next tweet if we could. Uh, this is from Ross Byers, I believe, because Patrick Mahomes at plus 1,000 for anything is ludicrous. Lifelong diehard living in the heart of San Francisco. Couldn't sub at watching the game with Niner fans. Where to instead? He went to Brazil. Wow. How about that? And he bet on the Chiefs at plus 1,000 to win the Super Bowl before the playoffs started. All right, next. Uh, uh, Stephen Harb says, with the Chiefs since August, my normal unit size is 20 bucks. Had to load up on this team and not be hedging before Sunday because uh, I'm a goddamn gambler. Well done. I will admit I'm a Lions fan. I had on some on them as well. You know what? That's all right. Way to not cash out. That's well done. He, put a, he showed us a couple Chiefs bets there. Uh, Papa Woody says, never doubt because I've had this lock since, uh, September 3rd. Oh, so he's got, oh, this is great. He has a Chiefs Niners Super Bowl exacta 50 to win, uh, 1500. So that's a great ticket that he has there at Caesar Sportsbook. All right, next, uh, do we, oh, this guy with a Chiefs Super Bowl, with a Chiefs tattoo with three Lombardis. Uh, Brock Lee saying, I'm worried I'll run out of Lombardi space. Yeah, I mean, you've got room for two more, kind of in between the first and the third. But, yeah, eventually that could happen to you. Do we have any more? I don't know how many more we have. Uh, writing, Dallas says, writing with the Chiefs, because as a Dallas fan, I know what playoff chokers look like. San Fran fits the bill. KC doesn't. Wow, kind of shot at his own team, but that's fair. Uh, so, listen. Thanks to everybody who participated in Never a Doubt. We've shipped out the tattoos. Can't wait to see you guys with them. Post your pictures, please, from your Super Bowl parties and hashtag Never a Doubt and tag the show at What's Right. And we'll tell you next week if we have some of the tattoos here at Trintage uh, for people who are in the New York area to to pick up. Um, But, yeah, tag at What's Right show and hashtag Never a Doubt. Uh, you got any thoughts, Demonte, or you want to get right to the listener questions? Uh, no, nah, this is perfect. You brought us right into the first question. Okay, go ahead. Producers ask, do you like people coming up to you in public? Uh, I think there's about to be a tweet for those watching. Okay, yeah. 
So this guy, whose name on Twitter is actually Right Sports Takes, but they're his own takes, it's I guess same name, said, pretty sure I was just on the train with Get Nick Wright, uh, too scared or starstruck to say hello. I'm sure people don't like when fans bother them, especially on the train. Love your podcast. Always keep in Brew and Wilds in check. Hashtag never a doubt. Always say hello. 100% of the time, say hello. I am. I actually talked about this with some friends last night. Uh, shout out last night. I think I can say this publicly. It doesn't matter if I can't. I'm going to. Brian Koppelman, the guy who created Billions and the guy who cre- wrote Rounders, great uh, Hollywood guy. Uh, I became friends with him through Bomani. And when while Koppelman has been trolling me about Brock Purdy all year, he also invited me last night to a poker game at Hank Azaria's house. So Hank Azaria, who is the voice of the majority of the Simpsons characters, he's also Brock Meyer. I mean, he's a he's a a legend. Um, I was uh, it was great. It was really, really cool. I also was the big winner in the game. Thank you. Um, The so we were talking kind of about because a lot of the guys there were finance guys. There was a. I, this this guy's name I won't name, but there was a legit, documented billionaire who almost has bought a couple sports teams in the game. It was not a big game, by the way. It was not like high stakes or anything. But uh, there was there was real real money at the other end of the table from me, and some of those guys had no idea who I was. So we were just kind of like Hank introduced me, and you know, we were talking, and I said then that I have the perfect level of notoriety. Which is, I, the vast majority of the time, I go totally unnoticed, but a couple times a day, I get the little dopamine rush of someone being like, hey, love you, love the show, and occasionally you get, you know, something for free, or, you know, you get better seating somewhere, so it is, it is the perfect level, I don't even want to say fame, but notoriety. I think being legit famous would be exhausting, but I, so if you, I understand why if you're, Brad Pitt having people come up to you and say I you know love your stuff would suck. Kind of like Be, how it is out here. Suck for is me the wrong word. In LA. I would imagine. I would yeah. imagine they, they especially now you're so much more noticeable on that knee scooter. People are they, before they were like is that Demaze then they see you scooting around and they know. Um <laughs> but uh yeah like so for legit famous people I think it's hard. For me it's great. So yes, please always say hello. All right, next. Uh, Will Johnson asks, "Do you ever see, do you ever see yourself preseason picking anyone else other than the Chiefs to win the AFC in the next, say, five years?" I mean, probably not. If Mahomes is healthy, they're going to be the smart pick. Now, th- th- you obviously don't win every year, but the I- I- they're going to be the smart pick. As long as this team is the team and Mahomes is healthy. So, probably not. Next. Um, Padrino, uh, if Travis and Taylor get married, would Nick get an invite? No. I mean, Travis and I are cool and friendly. And, you know, I was invited when he hosted SNL. uh, And, you know, there there and But there's, as someone that is... Putting together a wedding. wedding Yeah. No, that's what I'm saying. That's exactly what I said. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, The, 
But I was about to say, as someone who is currently putting together essentially a wedding guest list, because my wife and I are doing an actual wedding slash renewal of vows, it's, there are so many people that you have to invite because of family and, and people have been in your life forever and all these things that in that, unless you're having a thousand person, you know, mega event, there are people that you know, you are friends with that don't get invited, much less, you know, Travis and I don't have. Now, my buddy Lefko might be invited. Uh, Lefko is the host of Inside the NBA when Ernie's not doing it, the Tuesday night Inside the NBA. He and Travis are legit friends. Uh, and he and Jason are legit friends. He could be invited, but I don't think I'd be. I, in fact, I know I wouldn't be invited. All right, next. Next. Negative four and two asks, which do you think is the most interesting matchup? Kelsey and Kittle, Ward versus Rice, or Trent versus Chris Jones? So, Kelsey and Kittle's not going to be a matchup, right? It's just in because they're both tight ends. Ward versus Rice, more on that in a moment. The Chiefs are not going to use Chris Jones against Trent Williams. They're going to, I think, line Chris Jones up on the inside and then if they are if he is on the edge it'll be against the right tackle I think most of the time Ward versus Rice is the most interesting one and I think uh, Rasheed Rice will win that matchup Um, All right, last one Matt asks are there black and milds in the house there are not right now but there will be there will be and I'm I'm very excited for Sunday I wish you were here pal I'm sad that we yeah, can't watch it together, but it'll be it'll be a great time, and I can't wait for it. Uh, I was gonna say I we should try to get you the invite to watch it at Wayne's house, but my guess is he's gonna be at the game. The, he's gonna <laughs> probably be he's probably gonna be in Vegas at the game. Uh, but yeah, no, I'm gonna be watching from my house. I think Coach Mangini so much better though. So much better. I totally agree with that. Super Bowl is a different thing. If my team yeah. weren't in the Super Bowl, I think I'd be more interested in going. If the Super Bowl, you know what I mean, had been, if the Super Bowl were Ravens, I think Lions, you'd have a panic attack. I think at I'd the be actual Super Bowl. Yeah. The I well, I, I just wouldn't <laughs> enjoy it as much. And people be trying to talk to me. Yeah. Coach Mangini, I think, is going to watch the game with me. He understands that you know the very specific rules about talking and, you know, rooting and things. But, yeah, so I'm excited <laughs> for it and should be a good time. And maybe we'll Wait, do an Mangini IG Live. does Mangini have any if, sweat in that game? Is Does he I have? I mean, I think I he, know he, he, he loves Andy. And so I think he's rooting it. for Andy. Uh, and I think he has a good relationship with Spags. And so and he really likes Patrick. And I don't think he knows Patrick personally, but he loves Andy. I, I think all things being equal, he would probably like to see me in pain. But the Chiefs okay. have now gotten to this point. That uh, right. But hey, maybe uh, if we do an IG live, Demonze, maybe you can do it with me. No, not, no obligation. Yeah. This is another instance of me throwing things no, at thousand, you with no. No, a thousand percent. Prep, I'm there. But we could, yeah, we could do that. Um, all right, good show, everybody. Hope we gave out some good gambling tips. Uh, this was a hell of a football season for this show. Uh, our first f- football season doing stuff remote. It was great. And we're going to, you know, Tuesday, we're going to have the show Tuesday. 
And then, sorry, this is another thing where I'm just giving producers news on the fly. If the Chiefs win the Super Bowl, no show Thursday because I'll be at the parade. So won't be able to do the show. We will definitively do the show Tuesday and then no show Thursday because we'll be in transit. Well, we're we're gonna have to figure. We got a lot of stuff to figure out, but I'm letting you guys know right now. Big show on Tuesday, where either Brock Purdy has defeated my Chiefs and made them, you know, a question of if it's a dynasty, versus the Chiefs have won, been the first team to win back to back in 20 years and are minted as a dynasty. I cannot wait. See you guys on TV at three o'clock. What's right? Hey, it's Nick Wright. Thank you so much for watching. Please do us a favor. Click subscribe. It helps my ego. And Demonze's got a financial bonus writing on a number of YouTube subscribers. So help him out. And also, click the bell. I don't know what the bell does, but they tell me to tell you to click the bell. And your audio listeners, people that have commutes, drives, whatever it is, subscribe to the podcast as well, wherever you get the podcast. Same show, just, you know, just in your ears instead of through your eyes. All that. Check it out. Appreciate y'all.